what's going on? <laughs> Alright, so welcome to another brand new episode Today's episode is slightly different So last week we did a clubhouse session Our first ever clubhouse session It was super fun, it was so fun Although we were like complete newbies And we were like kind of confused about how everything worked But it turned out to be super fun and super meaningful And we originally wanted the session to be like about an hour But in typical Lito fashion It ended up being two and a half hours long And we decided that because we had some amazing discussions and questions and answers in that session that we will just dice and chop up some of the highlights, the best bits from our conversation that night for this particular episode. And if you enjoy this episode, the full two and a half hour session is available inside the Lito Academy portal, alright? Okay, let's go! So first month anniversary of Lito Academy. sorry, sorry, Shihan uh, can continue? You can continue. Yen Ting was our first Lito Academy member. Yeah. She joined before the doors were open for some reason. She managed to get in. Uh, so very smart, uh, Yen Ting. Yeah. Hello, Nicholas, Yichen, Martin, Joven. Hi, Joven. Haven't seen you around. Uh, Kui Hui, Claren, Yvonne. Yvonne is a monster, right? Yeah, yeah. Ah, I can't see her. It's very small. Oh,我好像认得他的腿，好像他腿，我认得出他的腿。哎呦，constance，还有Sora，Sora，你的cousin有没有来哈？啊，还有Kasper可以reply，我看不到，很可怜，这些是one-sided的，你自己在那边笑
，还有 Sky 啦。哎、欸、，We can make everyone a speaker one right。哇！这个很 riot 咧，可以吗？不要啦！哎 ，Kevin， 边个系 Kevin？ 好看哇！那个真 muscular 的哈，他的 back view。还有呃，香云，香香，心仪，心仪 ，and somebody left， somebody left， and 呃、uh, 被我吓走了。还有啊， um, 还有 Eileen， Eileen， hello， hello everyone， hi， welcome to our clubhouse。Yes， our first clubhouse、um,。For those who joined in a bit later， we might turn this into a podcast episode。Yes, we yes. we might yeah. Because we already have no podcast episode. We have to start recording. So we are living at the age of life. Yeah, so we are a little like talking about age of life. Ah, just now, someone said at 8:50 we should be home. Age of life. Then at 8:50 he asked me, "Can I have two cups of coffee?" Who can drink? Yeah, I'm me. I'm now very dirty. I'm now very dirty. No, it's Becky. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. hey guys, thanks for joining us this evening. Oh, so really, it's really chill and casual. Then, we just want to try to, you know, get used try to this. To get used to clubhouse. Yeah. Later, we will have more meaningful discussions. Or, today is meaningless. Today is more meaningless. Yes. Today is casual. Casual. But I can tell you, my little cat. Sorry, life is so short. But you are doing this with us. Huh? Who? No, I'm saying life is so short, but they choose to do it. Do oh, that they are that they are wasting their life away. Yeah. Is it with us? No, but you don't think our little cat is really enjoying our conversation? Is lah. So okay. Anyway, we're enjoying our conversation. But if at any point you feel like saying something or replying us, you raise your hand. Ah, you guys will raise hand, ma? Okay. Will raise hand, ma? Will ha? You want to talk? Then you raise hand. Ah, Crystal Cole just joined us. Crystal, hello, welcome to the party. Hi. Yes. 哎，所以今天哈，今天是有 Q&A 的嘞。所以如果你们有什么 question 哈，没有 question，So if you have any questions, raise hands, right? Because we haven't collected any questions. Yeah， 我们没有 questions， 我们没有收集 questions， 所以是 live 的。你们有 question 就 raise hand。It can be anything. It doesn't have to be a coaching question. This is not like a coaching session， 哈。这个是真的是闲聊。所以你要问我今晚吃了什么，吃了没有？我刚才吃什么？这些也可以。Okay. So does anyone have any questions? 啊，有没有 questions for us? 有没有？来举手发问问题啊！啊，我们啊有没有？没有的话你就问我咯 b e c k y OK 咯，好。嗯，我们就等一下啦。我们你们先你们先问一下的先啊，等我帮你们看。有人举手的话，然后我再把它换。哎 ，Suddenly have an idea，Suddenly have an idea。我们就好像那种在上课，然后我们就那种 arrow 那种 arrow 那个人上来讲话那种。Yeah, no. Then later everybody suddenly leave the room. <laughs> 一起一起 mass exodus 咯，一起走咯。Is that is that James Lin? Hello, 是吗？ Who? 我不知道。In our room. Who? Lin Junjie. How come suddenly got so many different? JJ Lin is in our room. Yeah. Yeah. 不懂是不是？不是啦。JJ. Hello, 你好。我们背对背拥抱。哇 ，JJ in our room 呢？上里很多人会进来了，我跟你讲。<laughs> <笑>我们有一个 S S 也是啦，除了 J J 有一个 S S。Is this the real J J Lin？ 哪里？我都没有看到他，在下面。真的吗？有没有照片 ？Hi J J， it's you。It's really J J 啊 ？Yeah， it's him。Oh my goodness， J J， do you know who I am not？ He doesn't <笑>。我是林仙姑，我跟你一样姓，我姓林。你好，没有那天 actually 在 Carrie 跟 Dia 的 concert， 我坐在你后面。他还是不知道你是谁，他还是不知道，因为他没有转过来看我啦。我、yeah. 我看着你的背影哈，很好看你的背影，你的歌很好听。<笑>谢谢你来光顾我们的 Come House。Oh my God, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. JJ was in our room. Was or is? Oh my God, is still in our room. 哎，要不要叫他讲几句话哈？好
，要不要叫他 invite to speak？ 他会不会？我不知道哎、欸、，Let me invite him、okay?。你 invite 啦，他是你的朋友 ，right？ 啊 ，No， I don't know him <笑>。Oh my God， can somebody just screen grab？ Can just screen grab that JJ is in our room？ Sorry, JJ Lin can't join right now. Oh, he can't, huh? He's in the car. But it's okay. Let's continue. He's playing the演唱会, but he he also joined our clubhouse. Huh? Hey, but this is so cool. Even playing the演唱会, even listening. This is so cool. And actually, when JJ joins, he will bring a lot of other people to join. You know, because a lot of people will know that he's in the room. Yeah. So I think there's some people now who are outside of our circle, right? Yes, because this is an open room. Hello, welcome to all the new、Hi. bees, new 小猫 Come and join us. So then maybe we should tell them who is Lito. Yeah, maybe like, we can say. What is Lito? Okay. What's Lito together? Yeah. So do you want to tell them? Uh, I tell them, huh?、Mm. Okay. So we are a local Singaporean, very Singaporean podcast. Yes. And we we recently started an online community.、Mm-hmm. Uh, to get all. You know our listeners and like-minded people together. Yeah, and our podcast started about three years ago, right? Was it three years ago? I think yeah, close、On、to three years already. On the Lady and Xiaoxia, the year one,、mm. when we were very bored.、Mm. Yeah, and then Dan suddenly messaged me and like, hey, should we should we just get online and like record and a, a podcast episode together for fun?、Mm. Because we realized that we talk very long, right? Sometimes we talk seven to eight hours. Yeah. Nonstop. And, correct. And then we like okay lor, just do it lor. It doesn't matter if only one person listen ah.、Uh. Hmm. Yeah. And then do for fun lor. And then three years later, here we are. Yeah. So we started off with 几只小猫 like 几只小猫在听而已 Then this this few 小猫是我们自己的朋友啦，还是亲戚啦？是。Yeah. What do we talk about in our podcast? Oh, what do we talk about? We... 要不要解释一下？可以可以可以。So we are very heavy on life. Like it's really just a podcast about life. So it can be about、um, mental hygiene mindset. It can be about how to process your emotions. It can be about how to build a business, how to be a better human. So、mm. it is like about we talk about happiness, we talk about creativity, we talk about all the things that make us human. So you can think about relationships, money, you、mm. know, mindset, business, creativity, all the things lah. Basically,、mm. yeah. If you scroll down like our podcast. Like Spotify, right? Like the list of our episodes is like all over the place. Yeah, it's not intentional, right? Like,、mm-hmm. in fact, you know, we always talk about how like we never had a business plan. Yes, yes. Like okay, let's sit down and then like let's be very um you know uh uh smart about this, right? Very businessy about this. Hmm. Hey, Becky, your、yeah. mic 好像有点沙沙，有点。Hey, sorry, sorry, sorry. Ah, you 在做吗？在换衣服哈。<laughs> yeah. No, no, no. So, so basically, our 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 style, ah,、uh, even up to today, ha,、uh, is we just wing it. Like our、mm. hashtag is wing it and just chillax. We just chill and then we、mm. just like do whatever juices us up. Like, 如果我们开心 if it's not joyful, we won't do it. Is we only do it when it's fun, and 我们就是这样的一步一步的就 from 一个雷电交加的夜晚做一集 podcast. Then, now we've done seventy-two episodes. And I remember when we did season one, and we because my、uh, commitment with Becky is that we're just going to do this once, one episode week. every week for one year. So total, yeah, seventy-two episodes. So we just sold it. So in sold it, by hook or by crook, we had to do it. Yeah, so we did that intensively. Yeah, so we were very committed. We were very consistent. We were prolific and we were relentless. Right. So every week we showed up. Basically, those are the three. The three letters are C P R: consistency, prolific, and relentless. 
So if you mm. are a creator, you need to practice CPR. Okay, this is just a little micro class for you. Um, so we just did this one year. After that, we did one season. After one season, after that, we did one season. 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 Yeah, let's end it here. It was fun. Mm, but um, do we want to continue and grow this? Yeah, but then we had so we, at that time we started to have more listeners, and some of the listeners literally just discovered us, and we were doing the last episode. They were yeah, like, correct. "Huh? We just discovered you, and you men just won lah, just piao lah ha. Please come back, please do more jiang." No, and I think for me, like the clinching thing, right, that made me want to continue doing, right, was that was because we really received a lot of messages from people. Hmm. Who listen to the podcast and it helped them? Yeah, a lot of them say that it you it, know it I mean? saved them, it transformed their lives. They've become a different person, you know things like that. So yeah, and mm. just because it, it wasn't like we were teaching anything life changing, right? but just having conversations about some of these topics was enough. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I yeah. realize that what people need is um an honest. Discussion or someone、mm. who is real, someone who is willing to talk about the real stuff, the real、yeah. shit, and then、yeah. and then it and becomes so little of that out there. Correct. So we, we, the style is what and all the ma. We just just show everything, tell everything. That kind of good, bad, good, we all talk. Our first few episodes were so bad, right? Yeah. You mean the audio quality, huh? Audio quality was bad, and、oh. then also, you know, sometimes I listen to myself. I'm also like, oh my god, why did I say that? But it's like,、ah, whatever. Do you know a lot? Of, you know, a lot of our get it perfect. Yeah, Becky, you know a lot of Xiao Mao's. They um now that we have more episodes, now that you have a little, every person listening listening podcast's style is a little different. But before, many people are listening from the first episode. They listen to it in a chronological order. Yeah, it's amazing, right? Yeah, so they just go and go. They have some people who binge for like three days, listen to the whole thing. I'm like, "Honey, don't sleep." Then the thing is, right now, now I think back, right? I'm like, if you listen to the first and the second episode, you will want to continue listening, man. Because it's really bad. It's really bad. Why would people want to continue? Why would people want to follow this thing? So thank you for following us for so many episodes. Thank you. But you know, like, I also feel sometimes when I listen to podcasts, right? Like, Um, stuff that is too polished,、mm. overproduced,、mm. like yeah, I I don't feel I I feel like I would much prefer something that is very real. Different appeal, lah. Different Sometimes appeal. Sometimes you can feel like the podcaster is reading off a script. Correct, correct. I mean,、mm. I tried to record podcast like that also, but I feel very very bendy. Lah, that voice is not possible. Sorry, sorry, my cat. Wow, your your that is really 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 little cat. Ah, that that is really little cat. Yeah, they fight. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so so this is what we are、huh? doing. You did that before, man. What thing? You mean you wrote you, you wrote a script, and then you just read it out loud? No, I have my own podcast before Lighto Podcast. I I did podcast a long time ago before there was the word podcast. Like, hello. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah,、so、then I did that kind of BBC. The way you did it was very different, lah. Yeah, a bit BBC. Then you talk to yourself, very scripted, very stiff. Oh, yeah, so I just feel that now I talk more naturally. Is I realize that you just have to speak the way you normally speak, even though you're speaking、mm. to a mic. You have to treat the mic as a not a real human being in front of you, like a Singaporean in front yeah, of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Although my friend told me like, oh, um, I can't listen to your podcast because you sound too Singaporean. Oh, I see. He is more polished. 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 He is
podcast, you know, like it should be like perfect ten. You, mm. know, you should speak properly. And you know, I real, I I have a, a recent observation. You know, like Newton, I do a certification uh, program, right, for my coaching. Yeah. So yeah. my class all is Angmos, ma. I'm the only Asian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm the only yeah. guy, and I'm on, the only Asian. Yeah. So As always, right? You're yes, always. yes, yes. <laughs> I'm the only Gaijian. Yes, even rarer. So, yeah. so. The interesting thing is, 以前你会觉得说, in a room of Angmos, you will not elevate your, your diction. You will try, lor, because ah, you, they, they cannot understand you. You speak better proper and better enunciation will be better, right? So it's better proper than English. But then I realized recently, no, like when I watch back my recordings uh. of my coaching sessions or whatever, I realized I speak normally. Like, oh. like, like I always do, which I think is so, I'm so proud of myself. Like, just it's really the heritage. You speak like this. I speak like, like this, yeah, to them when I coach them. And they speak right. like them because I keep thinking, why should I speak? Why should I alter my speaking pattern to suit them? Mm. It's not like, it's not like when I speak like that, it is bad English, what? Yeah, it's not lah. It's not, right? Yeah. Mm. And I always think that, uh, you remember that Black Panther, that Wakanda? They speak very Singaporean, do you think? <laughs> Some of them. Yeah, yeah, the intonation is very Singaporean. You think it's good? It's very good. Yeah, we should be proud of our Singaporean accent. So we are very 100% local podcast. We don't care if we are not international enough and we, we won't travel overseas or whatever. But actually, there are people in Norway tune in, Australians tune in, <laughs> Americans tune in, Canadians tune in. I think we had a Nigerian listener also. Yes. Oh, yes. but maybe, yeah. Yeah. Quite similar, yeah. Yeah. Hey, so really still have no question, huh? Do you think it's good? Is it 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 Is it good? 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 But when we record the podcast, it's no feedback. You will feedback to you, ma. I feed you, you feed me, you will be in front of me, ma. Yeah, so I tell you now, you're amazing. So our next up will be Nicholas, Nicholas Chong. Nicholas Chong. Yes, Nicholas. Hi. Hello, hello. Why are you looking very suave there in your tuxedo? Thank you, thank you. Um, so, so uh, thanks, Florian, for the uh, question earlier. So, I have a very related question. Mm. Um, I think I think I'm very like Rebecca. When uh. I start off something, right, I start very strong. So it's like a hundred level hundred energy, right? Um, mm. And over the time, I think what I'm uh, because I also am uh, just starting my entrepreneurship journey. So. Um, I feel like I'm doing a lot of things daily. So I'm, I'm constantly on like problem solving mode, you know, like trying to fix things, trying to put things together. Um, what I've noticed recently is that I noticed my energy drop quite significantly. So I'm, I'm literally waking up uh, feeling quite gloomy la, in a way. I'm mm. still processing things. I'm still doing things and everything. But um, I'm no longer inspired. So I think my question is uh, through your own entrepreneurship journeys, right? Uh, what 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 tips can you give to like keep yourself inspired so at least you end like with at least maybe energy level 50, uh, 85 instead of energy level 1 at the end of the journey because cause I, 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 I do see what, I do want to see myself uh, reach the end of the line but uh, it's getting hard lah. Mm, okay Becky you want to answer this? You go first yeah. 
I go first, huh? Okay, so I think this one, right, is um, for me, um, a, the topic is actually managing your creative energy. So I think that um, managing time is a big topic and a lot of people like to manage their schedules and their time. But for me, because I'm not a very structured person, I mean, if you look at my schedule, you will realise that my schedule is quite empty. Like I probably only have my coaching calls that's actually being locked into my schedule, but everything else is a lot of like just wing it kind of thing because I've learned over the many years that I've tried all the productivity systems. It didn't really work for my personality. I don't like structure at all. I'm very free-spirited. I love autonomy and I just want to create when I have that um, ability to harness this surge in my creative energy. And over time, I realized that I create more profusely at certain times. I create better when I'm in certain space. I create better when I have this amount of rest. So for me, it is learning as a creator to, to know how to tune into your creative energy and how to generate it instead of just constantly depleting it, right? So for me, um, the way I keep myself inspired is I really, really only do things that juices me up. If a, if, a, if a potential project comes in or a client comes in, if I don't feel fully aligned or I feel a little bit stressed on me, I will just say no. I'll reject or I'll refer it to somebody else. I have learned not to take on anything that drains me. So everything that I do, okay, so we have to be very careful here, okay? It's not saying that when it juices you up, it doesn't take um, effort, you know? It still takes a lot of effort to do something. Like I put in everything. I put in 200, 300% when I do something. But the way I do it is... Um, hey, can you hear me? Ah? Can, can, can. You're oh my God, you're also quiet. And then I started seeing error messages on my clubhouse. Oh my God, I thought we, what happened. We all left. Oh my God. Where was I? Okay, I put in 200. Because, oh, you're so quiet. Oh my God. Two to 400. Oh, they cannot talk. Ma. <laughs> Two yeah, to very, 400 percent of my, of my uh, effort. Okay. But I really, really enjoy the heck out of it. So that even though I put in 400 percent of my energy, at the end of the project, I feel even better than when I started. And wow. then I harness the energy and put it towards something else. Right. And this is why I have to remind you guys when you're creating that. There are two kinds of inspiration. If you are very, very fixated on the outcome and the results, like, oh, how many followers do you have? How many downloads there are? How many full streams there are for your podcast, right? How much money you have churned this month, right? If you measure all these metrics and use them as a basis to generate motivation, inspiration for you, then chances are at the beginning, you will fizzle out very quickly because... You know, when you start something, it sometimes takes a very, very long time to gain traction, right? So then, that not to say that you cannot be motivated and inspired by results and outcomes. Because if, let's say, you, you, you have, like, for example, we're nearing 150,000 downloads. I think maybe by tomorrow, we're going to hit that. It inspires me to create more, right? So it doesn't mean that that doesn't affect me. It does. But in the beginning, your eye cannot be on that, right? If, if you want, if your eye... If you want to train your eye on the outcome or the achievement, then you've got to train yourself to be very, very grateful for even the smallest achievement, mm. not the big achievement. That means if it's just one new follower, one new dollar you made, 
one extra conversation that someone or one extra like or whatever, whatever your metric is, you must see the value in that. Like I've joined so many masterminds and there were people who were trying to do like mini workshops like we did with how to feel better or whatever, right? Mm. And you look at their attitude. Like there are a lot of people who put something out and then three people sign up and then they come to the mastermind and say they want to cancel the whole thing. Huh? They will tell our shifus, like for oh. example, like, oh, you know, I only, I put it all out, you know, um, I was expecting at least 20 and now we have three. So I'm thinking of cancelling the whole mini workshop. And oh. I was there, I was like, no, 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 no. This is not the way to do things. If three mm. people sign up, you have to treat the three people like kings and queens, especially when you expected 20 and nobody signed up except the three people. Yeah. You yeah. should treat, treat these three people like extra special. Right, mm. so if you want to at the beginning, if you want to be um uh, be inspired by results, you must train yourself to see small wins as big wins. Mm. Then it can generate the inspiration and the motivation. Now that aside, I think the inspiration and motivation has to come from the work in and of itself. Mm. Results aside, that means the work in and of itself should should be something that generates more energy for you and not drain you. Yep. And if it drains you, then you have to sit down and ask, why is it draining me? And am I doing this for the wrong reasons? Why mm. did I start this project in the first place? Maybe I'm doing it for the wrong reasons. Maybe I'm doing yeah. it just for results. And when the results don't show, I fizzle out. I don't feel inspired. I don't feel motivated. Mm. So it means that you're doing something for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my um, advice, lah, Paul. Well said. Nicholas, does that answer your question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do, do you all have like activities that you so so sometimes i think it's the brain right mm. like like on on certain days uh doing your own thing on certain days you will be like and everything. but sometimes mm. you will just sink into this like very you feel very bad you feel very uh unaccomplished mm. um what, are there any thoughts that you guys will quickly um leverage on to turn that around for yourself or any like mm. activities uh that kind of thing mm. like quick Quick shifts, la. Quick shifts in your energy. Mm. Becky, How do you take that. Yeah. I don't know yeah, whether like, um, I don't know whether this can help you because for me, right, I feel it's perfectly natural to have ups and downs. Mm. Right. So in the past, I used to resist it, la. Especially before, before that, when I experienced depression, right, and I was desperate to be not depressed. I would like really resist it and like, okay, I need to be not depressed. I need to be happy. Then I learned that the more you sort of accept that you are down, you are depressed, the, the, the faster you come up, you come back up from it. Mm. Because your brain is no longer, now your brain can rest. Ma. Mm. The more, when you struggle, you are actually uh, putting a lot of energy into it. So your brain cannot heal. So that's depression, right? And then um, now, you know, like, then I learned that lesson and I put it on, into my daily life, right? Because, you know, as human beings, we will have good days and bad days, right? Mm. So on a bad day, um, I try not to force myself to, to feel good instantly. It never works. You know, I take the lesson that I learned from, you know, when I was trying to feel better from my depression, right? And I tell myself, you know, it's perfectly normal to have a bad day and just have a bad day, no? Mm, have a good bad day. Yeah, have, exactly. Have a good bad day. Just mm. have it. And before you know it, it's gone mm. because your brain actually relaxes. Mm. It needs the, the space. The stress comes down and then it starts to heal. Uh, mm. And then your mood starts to go up. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this very good book about this also. It's called it's by this author called Richard Carlson. I think the title is called like it's very funny. The title is called You Can Be Happy No Matter What. Mm. So you think it's that kind of motivational book like rah rah like it's all about positivity, right? But mm. it's not. It's about how you know even when you have a bad day, it can be okay. Mm. Yeah. So that's how you manage. So manage not by forcing yourself to okay, today I have a bad day, but I'm going to turn it around to make it amazing. But by reframing and thinking of it as rest, long, today I'm going to rest. Mm. And then you'll find that you'll recover much quicker after that. Mm. That's what works for me. Mm. Mm. I love it. Um, um, Nicholas, I think that um, there's a lot of merit in what um, Becky just shared. Because in the past, um, because I like to create profusely, so I always hate it on days when I'm not very inspired. Then when I'm not very, very inspired, I will always f- want to force myself to quickly get into inspired mm. mode. Is there any quick hacks, any quick wins, right? Okay, so I think physically, moving the body does help. Like, I will go out for a run, I'll clear my head, I'll go and do my calisthenics or whatever, I'll go for a dance or whatever, you know, I'll do that. But lately, I've been like, re- again, this is called respecting your creative energy and the mojo, right? When you realise that you're in a state whereby you are a bit low, creatively, you're dry, like your brain just hurts and it just cannot function anymore more like respect that because that's what the brain what the brain is telling you right now is that you can't create no shit right now okay Mm -hmm. all you need to do is just chill the f out so just chill Mm -hmm. so go and have a freaking good chillax day and trust that when you go all in when you go into the chillax mode that you can show up 200% the next day as opposed to you trying to power through the low energy and you create like C plus work what's the point Mm -hmm. Right, and then you just continue because let's say right now your battery is already at seventeen percent, right? And then the the phone is trying to tell you, Nicholas, would you like like it go to go into low power consumption mode, right? Let's dim the screens a little bit, you know. Let's let's cancel some of the let's shut down some of the apps in the background a little bit, you know, so that we can conserve your energy. But you're saying no, no, no. I want to I want to profusely create right now, <laughs> right? So guess how long that seventeen percent is going to last you? Yeah. Not long before you burn out, and then the phone cannot even operate. Right, so when you recharge that uh, 100 minus 17 is how? 83. Yeah, just spend the just spend the time to do the full 83 percent charge, and you realize maybe it doesn't even take like two days. It's just one day. Mm. Then the next day you can function at 100 percent, and all your apps and everything, your screen is super bright one, right? Mm. Yeah, and it's all cylinders firing, and you can create A plus work. Okay. Mm? Does it help? Very clear. Very clear. The, the, the phone, the phone. Yeah, the analogy. <laughs> I love analogies. I love analogies. Because just now, you know why? Before Clubhouse, well, the phone was 70%. It was 70%. It was 70%. It was 70%. I had to put it on charge just now. Yeah. Thanks, Nicholas. Hope this Thanks, helps. Thanks, Nicholas. Thanks. Thanks. Thank, you. Thank, yes. you. Thank you. So the next one is Martin. Yeah. Martin. Hello, hello. Hi, hello, Martin. Martin. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Hey, really. So, it feels quite unreal because I was on the way back just now and then I was just listening to the podcast and then now I'm hearing your... It's like, almost as if I'm listening to... Which, which episode life. were you listening to just now on your way home? Oh, so, so I think... Uh, I think it was in the episode of either that or you all said just now, right? That like some people, those purists, they like to listen in from the start, right? Mm. Uh. So I'm also quite behind. I started listening. Like, uh, so now I think I'm only on 20-something. Okay. Oh, recently then posted something on Instagram, right? About like, um, own self, call block, own self, that kind of thing. Ah. 
And then our I, latest I, episode. Yeah, 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 correct, correct. And then yeah. I responded without listening to the thing. And then recently, I like, no, no, I must go and listen. So I went to listen. And, oh, okay, okay, I understand what I'm talking about now. Oh, must do the lecture yeah, first, yeah. then can do the practical. Ma. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like, no, like if, if I don't listen from the start, then like, maybe we'll miss out something. Oh, my mind is it's okay, one. Yeah, it's okay, okay one. Nah. Around, yeah. I don't think I've ever listened to a podcast, any podcast from the start to end before. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it, actually, I there's, it. yeah, any, any way that works for you, Martin. Mm, mm. I feel like most maybe I, I like I like having the progression. I can like yeah. I mean if that yeah if that's what works for you. That is useful too because you can also hear the growth in both Rebecca and myself uh, as content yeah. creators and also you know we are doing a lot of self development work on ourselves as well and we are kind of really sharing, literally growing as we go together with the listeners. I so, think so. Like, yeah. Because sometimes I do think back on our conversations. Right? Mm. Like even for Dan, right? Mm. I feel like I saw him grow. So yes. <laughs> You know what I mean? Grow fatter. Grow fatter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty amazing to me because to me, you are my mentor. You're my teacher. Mm. But then even you, the teacher, grew. Yes, yes, yes. The, there's, yeah. no, there's always room for growth, one ma. Yeah. You know, there are certain things that I want to do like our episodes, like maybe one talk about um, self-confidence revisited. You know, like my understanding uh, of the topic mm-hmm. on self-confidence is different from when we f- did our first episode. That kind, you know, we actually can revisit an old topic and give it even mm. more layered considerations and discussions. Yeah, can mm. try. So do you have a question for us, Martin? Yes, I actually do. But it feels so weird to be speaking to like air, you know. I, I don't know what to <laughs> Not then air, we're like, here. <laughs> we're not air. I'm okay, here. Okay, we'll give you a response like, hmm. Mm. Yeah. I contact. Mm. It feels so weird. I can't wait to meet you in person. Oh, us too. <laughs> yes, us too. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Woo! Where do you but stay? I live in Bishan. Oh, hey, it's very near me. Man. Really, man? I live in, I live at Upper Thompson. Oh. But I am about uh, seven minutes to Bishan. Oh, wow, very near, really. Yeah. That's very near. Yeah. So yeah, maybe yeah. I'll see you in the neighborhood. Maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> so if I see you, if I see you, I'll run and say hi. Yeah, ah, okay. speaking of which, huh? Speaking of which, Xiao Mouse, if you see us, huh, please come out and say hi. Please don't later DM and say, Dan, just now I saw you, huh? I'm very shy. I don't dare to call and say hi. It's like you see Ocean, you know, you're like, yeah. Hey, Ling Xian Gu, Ling Xian Gu. Even though I wear mask, I you now got eyes everywhere. I cannot opposite. Yeah, I cannot opposite. You know, I cannot do funny things really. <laughs> <sighs> okay, anyway, sorry I hijacked your conversation. Um, Martin, Hello, what no, question no, do you no, have no. for us? So, I, I wanted to keep it a bit more senior. La. So, I wanted mm. to ask you all, right? Since now, we are all stuck here. But then, I'm thinking when we can start traveling again and when, let's say, you have friends coming over, right? Yeah. Where is one place... I mean, I love food. Uh, I hope you guys do too. But where is oh. like, one place you would bring um, someone from overseas to? Just oh. to enjoy or something like that. Wow, yeah, I like question? question. What's the question? Sorry, bring bring who? Huh? Bring who to like, where? Let's say you got friends from overseas coming over to Singapore for the first time, right? And you want to introduce them to like our local cuisine. Like, oh. Where is this like one place that you always go to or like this place that you feel, mm, this is the place I'll bring my friend to if you only could choose one location. Wow. Okay, I can answer first. Mm, go. Mm. Uh is that carry okay. Uh so my answer would be Stingray Forever. <laughs> but where, where, where in particular? East Coast. Uh, so, so Stingray <laughs> Forever, right, is, uh. Uh, is like, uh, what do you call that, huh? Barbecue seafood uh, stall. Like a pingkang, pingkang, yeah. At, at Lagoon there, is it? Ah, at East Coast Lagoon. Oh, okay. 
okay. And it's called Stingray Forever. And they are crab, right? Because normally in Singapore, we bring our tourist traveler friends to eat like uh, chili crab, right? Mm. But Stingray Forever's crab is barbecue one. And oh, then there's yeah. like butter on it. And they have this special sauce. It's not too saucy. It's actually dry one. Uh, but they grill it with like this special sauce with a lot of butter. And then they put like um, a lot of, uh, what do you call that? Uh, onions. Mm-hmm. It's super good. And then they have barbecue squid also. Wow, like it's super good. That. Sorry, like I don't even know how to describe. But every time we have friends overseas, like Angmore friends or that, we also bring them to Stingray Forever. And they yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I would bring them lah if they come to Singapore. Mm. I feel that like always eat chili crab, but you don't really get to eat this kind of crab. Mm. Yeah. And Laguna also got a lot of other food lah, got like Hokkien Mee and all those. Yeah, correct, correct. But I feel yeah, this is the best store in Lagoon. Okay, okay. Oh, mm. next time. I think I just went to Lagoon a couple weeks ago or something. Then do you have a place to recommend? Uh, Sound like you have. I mean. Yes and no. I really it's so hard for me to decide. Right? I think for me, I'm I'm thinking more like a location, like um, maybe like a particular hawker center or something, right? But in terms of food, ah, I think it's, oh, you're thinking like a particular hmm. food center itself. Maybe, maybe. Oh, but if you have a particular spot, also that'll be cool. Oh, yeah. So I, then, then got anything? Me, oh, I got Singapore. me, I got two answers for you. Mm. So for me, right, um, it's always the quality of the company and the conversation more than the oh, food. Yeah. yeah. So food, I think we are spoiled for choices in Singapore. I think it really depends on the mood, right, and what the 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 guest loves. But I think for me, um, I like to bring people and only very very special people to Steeples Deli at uh, Tangling Shopping Center, the very old shopping center. Right. And that was when I first met <laughs> Becky and the legendary seven to eight hours chat that we had started right, right, right. there. And twelve I, hours, lah. Twelve hours, huh? oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I underestimated. Yeah, yeah, so so it's just a very you know tucked in nowhere, a very special hidden place in right smack in the center of town in Orchard Road. It feels a little bit old and forsaken and forgotten and I love places like that. And I love it because whenever I bring people who are special there, I have the best conversations. It's mm. just magical that way. Like the connection is very deep and we have like, it's like time just di- di- dilates and slows down for the, the two of us. You know, and we just talk mm. about life and everything and, and the food is great. You know, it's, it's American food. So, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's just Ang Mo because the Ang Mo's will also miss the Ang Mo food at home, right? Mm-hmm. It's just that when we travel, we want to eat our fun, right? You know, and our mue. Yeah, so that... And then the other one is, if it's possible, um, if this person is very special to me, I would love to bring this person back to my ama's place so that my ama can cook a home-cooked wow. meal for that person. That's Jiu Mue. Like, just simple, like maybe luncheon meat, some fried egg, you know, some simple preservative um, uh, vegetables or whatever that... Just simple oh, love it. Love it. meal and yeah. get to see my ama, and then they get to see what like typical HDB heartlander lives. You know, I think that's going to be such an amazing cultural exchange and experience as well. So those are my two answers for you, lah. Yeah, yeah, I want to meet your ama. Oh <laughs> you haven't. Eh? Every yeah. time my ama, I will tell my ama about Becky, Becky. Then it's like, you don't need to lie, you don't need to lie. Really? She said Yes, yes. Don't lie, don't lie. You know? Shit. Yes. I want to go. Your KFC ama, right? Yes, my KFC ama. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Martin, have you heard the KFC ama story? No. 
Oh, so you okay, got to catch up. Yeah. Okay, you haven't reached it. Yeah, you haven't reached it. I don't know which episode you will is find that. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll keep my I, I remember hearing about the steeples and I made a note to go and visit. I yeah, please go. You know what? Maybe we should do a Lito steeples gathering since it's so iconic, that place. It's where the, the founders of Lito met. No, we do a Lito singles meeting. Then we just randomly pair different people. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. We need to tell our Xiao Maus, all our single Xiao Maus out there, right? All the single ladies and the single men. You know, like, um, we, our, we have a hidden agenda but no longer very hidden uh, huh? is that we want yeah. to officiate open agenda. yeah open agenda it's one of the matchmaking your tour honeymoon and then like one day we can officiate a Lito wedding because <laughs> got so many amazing people then y'all can make amazing Lito babies oh my god you know from gen 1 to gen 2 oh my god and name the baby Lito eh? yeah or Xiao Mouse <laughs> <laughs> so narcissistic hilarious hilarious yeah. So Martin, uh, anything else you want to share? Any other questions? Mm, non, none in particular. I'm looking forward to the next uh, uh, coaching course session. Thanks for giving us such a Xian Liao question. Yeah. Are you enjoying your time in the academy? Yeah, of course. Do you log I, into I the portal every day? Not every day. I try to go in maybe once every few days. Oh, once every few days. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm just going to check it out. And I, I like the recent uh, like button. The recent yeah, like yeah. button? On the yeah, activity yeah. page, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're going to introduce the like button to the forum because I realize that even for me, sometimes I see something and I'm, I don't really want to reply. There's nothing for me to add to the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do want to acknowledge that, oh my God, this is such a great answer. Or, oh my God, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. such a valuable conversation, you know. So we're working on that, but it's taking a bit longer than um, anticipated. So thanks for your patience. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes it's just like, you know, just want to let yeah. the person know that, hey, I, I, I saw this. Yes, you know, yes. Because mm. actually replying does take a lot of energy. Huh? Correct, yeah. correct. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I, don't feel like, I don't feel like I'm don't feel i adding to the conversation. Exactly. So. Yeah, correct, yeah. Correct, correct. so I felt the energy too. I'm like, mm. so that's why I spoke to Neil and I said, hey, can we create a like button for forum thread? Nah? Yeah. Yeah. That's so great, that's great. That's great. Earlier, earlier you mentioned about the GIF thing. I didn't have problems. I posted a GIF just now. Oh, really? Just when was it? When was it? Maybe because Neil already worked on it. He, maybe he Probably. removed it. Right before the call started. Ah, okay. I think it's removed already. I got to check in with him later. Oh, good job. Yeah, our Indian programmer is so amazing. He's yeah. such One a darling. Meet him, huh? He's such a darling and he has a beautiful wife. He's in India. He has a beautiful wife and he's a beautiful boy, like a little kid. So, such a kindred spirit. Actually, you should ask him to introduce himself on the forum or so. What? He's yeah. a lurker. He's a lurker. He's a lurker. Yeah, all the lurkers. I'm going to call you and say lurkers, your mouth. Lurkers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, pun mention strikes again. Yes, lurkers. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, Thanks, you, Martin. Martin. Thanks, okay. Martin. Take Thank care. you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. Okay, we have another one more. Uh, Angeline Yap. Hello, Angeline. Hi, Angeline. Hi, Angeline. Hi, Angeline. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Angeline Siafan. Angie, right? Yes, Angie, correct. Hi, Angie. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Nice to meet you all here. Yeah. Anyway, happy one month to Lito. Thank you. Woo! <laughs> yeah, and I just wanted to oh yes, nice song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Mm. Yes, no, yes. and then no, because just now when Martin said, Oh, can't wait to meet in person, I also just want to add to that because like just now all the jokes, right? I feel like I'm laughing on my own. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met any Xiao Mouse before? No, not yet. I mean I know oh, some okay. of them from before Lito. Mm-hmm. How? How yeah, do you know but, them? Um so I know Diana from Flying. She, we are friends. Oh, Diana Lim, uh, right? Yeah, Kim, Kim Bule is also an uh, ex-crew. Oh. And then I, uh, I, I don't think Eric remembers me, but I knew Eric 
from school last time. Really? Oh wow! Him, yeah. Oh, maybe we're gonna ask Eric later. Like, he how does he remember same batch. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Oh, okay, very how do you find the balance between that and also like in your latest episode of the podcast, you mentioned don't wait for inspiration mm. to show up before doing something. Oh. Like we should show up anyway, even mm. if inspiration is not there. So how do you balance that? Like respecting the energy, your energy and also not waiting for it to come before doing work. Okay. Oh, you think there's a conflict? Eh. You think there's a conflict, is it? You mm. think that both cannot exist at the same time, is it? It feels... Um, it feels a bit like a conflict because like if I keep on waiting for my inspiration to come, most of the time I end up not doing anything. Mm, yeah, yeah, correct. That's why you need yeah. consistency, ma. I need to show up. Yeah. So how, how, how do you know that that is not your energy telling you to chill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Becky, you want to answer this? Uh, let me think. Uh. Like when you chill... Like, you that know what goes on. Energy yeah. and, uh... When do you choose to, like, listen to your brain to chill? And when do you, like, this is, this is not really chill. This is when you have to show up even though you don't feel like it. I think that's what um, Angie is yeah, asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Mm. Um, I think for me... Um, okay, so I'm a sloth, right, by nature. So I need to take a lot of breaks. And what happens is that when I... So my breaks might be longer than other people because I'm self-employed, right? So sometimes I do take longer breaks. And I realize that like, if I take a long enough break, I do reach that point of storing up enough creative energy mm. to go, mm. right? So that's one. Mm. But then there are also times when I know that... Because um, I shared this quote, right? It's called action precedes inspiration, mm. right? Which is the idea of like, Sometimes you gotta just do it, mm. even though you don't feel like it, mm. right? Um, and when you do it, doing it will inspire you to continue to do more because you will start to get interested in it, and then you start to gain energy from having started. Mm. How to find the balance? I don't know because um, I have been operating like that since forever, right? Like kind of trying to listen to myself. Mm. When I need to take a break, I feel very tired. I take a break. Mm. And then when, when inspiration strikes, I... Uh, sorry, when, when my creative energy comes up, I continue again. Mm. And then there are some projects that I put off um, until the day I feel like... Okay, maybe until the day I, I look at my wall and then I see that quote, which is action, <laughs> action precedes inspiration. And then I give myself a boost and like, okay, I got to do it first before... Um, if not, I will never be inspired. Mm. Am I making sense? Yes, totally. So that's okay. actually how I feel also. So like, yeah. um, when sometimes I wait for, when inspiration hits, right, then I feel mm. like, wow, I'm on, I'm like on a train, I can't stop. Yeah. yeah so I, I feel like I just want to keep doing more. And yeah. then when I, I, but the thing is, I tend to take, um, like, like you said in the podcast, right, sometimes, 
the non-inspirational phase is longer than the inspirational phase. Mm. Yeah, so like um, I do want to take the action even when I'm not yeah. uh, feeling inspired. But sometimes that really drains me. So mm. I just want to know if I should listen to that as a... Uh, like, should I listen to the energy telling me that I shouldn't be draining myself? Or, mm. Right. Yeah, or should I just do it anyway? Mm. Maybe I'll share something from, like, um, a few years ago, right? So, when I first started out as a photographer, because I was at that stage of my career where I had nothing going, going, going for me, you know? So, I was just starting out. And I didn't feel inspired, actually, all the time. What I had was um, motivation, in the sense that what I had was I wanted to get to a place where um, something was happening to my career. You know, I wanted to create something from nothing. So I had that, that as a motivation. So I remember feeling at that time, right, like, in a way, it was almost like pushing myself out the door. Okay, because it wasn't every day that I feel like, wow, I feel so inspired today, I shall go out and shoot. I literally, a lot of times, I was just like, forcing myself to email people because I'm an introvert also, right? I don't want I don't want to meet strangers all the time. But at that time, my main motivation was I need to build my career. I don't want to be in this place. So that so the word was forced law. I just I forced myself to email people. I forced myself to go out. I forced myself to do shoots every day for months lah, and years lah, you know mm. and and I think, uh, on, on hindsight, right, that was a good thing. Because I was just starting out and I needed that. I needed to force myself. If I was just sitting around waiting for, oh yeah, maybe one day I'll feel inspired to email that person, I don't think that day will come because I was held back by my introversion. Mm-hmm. You know? If I let things go like natural cause, I wouldn't want to do it. I'd rather just stay at home. But I know that the right thing to do at that point in my career was really to force myself to do it. Yeah. So there were days when I forced myself and I still hate it. That, but there were days when I forced myself and I went out and it was amazing. Like I got to meet very interesting, inspiring people. And yeah, I got to move my career forward. Long. So I think on hindsight, that worked for me at that point of time in my life. Then, but I think when you're at a different stage, maybe you're doing a lot of work already, your work, you, you have a lot of work coming in, then if you're feeling burnt out, yeah, then you need to know how to listen to your, to your body, your mind, and then know when to take a break. Mm. Does that answer mm. your question? Yes, it does. Thank you so mm. much, Rebecca. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Then, anything? Um... Yeah, I'm just trying to formulate my answer. Mm, okay, I want to talk about balance first. Finding balance. So, w- mm. what does balance, what does the balance state look like to you, um, Angie? What does a balance state look like? Mm. Um, I guess 50-50. Mm, that's, where, that's why it's, it's, it's presenting problems. Because balance, okay, it's like a, you're thinking that it's like a seesaw, right? The fulcrum is in the middle, right? Mm. But life's fulcrum shifts all the time. Mm. So sometimes the fulcrum is more to the left. Sometimes it's more to the right, which means your balancing point will be different, right? You will need a little bit more weight in this domain on the right side, depending on where the fulcrum is. Right? If the fulcrum is more to the right, then you've got to put more weight on the right to balance the left, 
right? So what mm. this means is that because life has got a lot of domains and work is just one part of it, right? You have relationships, you have friendship, you have love, you have health, you have fitness, right? And you have community and your contribution, blah, blah, blah. So sometimes certain domains, depending on the season of your life, takes a priority. That's when the fulcrum shifts. Like for example, when you are just newly married or you're trying to have a family or you just give birth to a, li a little baby, the priority will go to the baby. So what does a balanced life look like when you have a baby? It's going to look different from when you are single and you, are eight, you have a lot of time on, on, on your hand, right? Mm. So there is no such thing as a 50-50 balance because if you think that is a balanced state, then that's wrong because the fulcrum is always moving depending on the season of your life. So that's the first concept to really try and grasp around. There is no balance. There's only finding balance. Mm, okay. There is no balance. The yeah. only thing that truly exists is the act of finding balance. <laughs> because mm. the moment you find the balance, it shifts again, yeah. right? Mm. Yeah, it's always like, okay, the present, and then it's the present again, and then it's the present again. The present always shifts, right? So it's the same thing. There's no such thing as a balanced state whereby you find it, and then you lock it in, and you're happy forever. No, there's no such thing, yeah? So let yeah. go of the idea of finding, uh, of having a fixed point of balance, but just more like, okay, the art, the art, the fine art is in the finding, and that's it. Right from day to day. Now, the other one about um, whether you should listen to your brain, believe that you actually need to um, uh, rest or should you show up and commit anyway even though you're not feeling very inspired. Um, I think that it's very nuanced actually the difference. Like you have to start knowing how, what's the difference between when your brain is telling you a white lie or when the brain is telling you a real thing. Mm. Right, is your brain being honest? Are you honest with yourself? So, honestly, if you tune in, are you exhausted? If you're exhausted, please rest. Okay. Very simple, right? But mm. if you are not doing something, you're procrastinating due to you, you are a perfectionist or you're scared or you don't know how to do the next thing, you don't know how, you, you, it's too difficult for you to do, you, you don't, haven't got it figured out, you don't know where to start, you know? All this, then you got to show up. Mm, okay. Because it's a different energy. One is really, really mental, spiritual, physical exhaustion. Then you have to rest. Because from that place when you create, it's just going to be C plus, C minus work. Maybe even F9 work. Yeah? So mm. you rest so that you can be a better creator. So you've got to understand that that's true, honest exhaustion. Then you've got to like, okay, I will rest. Because the best action, the most loving thing you can do for yourself at that point is to rest. Now, if you're procrastinating for whatever reasons and your brain is trying to, to convince you that, you know, Angie, you're very tired, you know, you're going to rest, you know, <laughs> then you know that it's trying to fart around with you and trying to tell an innocent little white lie, okay? Mm. Then at that point, again, ask yourself, what is the most loving thing you, you can do? Is to show up. Mm, That's it. Okay. Just ask yourself that question. What is the most loving thing that I can do when I feel this way? So when you're honest with yourself, you realize that you're procrastinating. So the most powerful, loving thing you can do is to show up. If you're truly exhausted, the most loving thing you can do is to rest. Yeah. Okay, so then the problem is, the question now is, can you tell the difference? <laughs> yeah. So it's the same thing, right? Like Florence, or is it Sarah? Like it's just awareness. Yeah, Sarah. It's just awareness, awareness, awareness. And, and you will start to, as a creator, learn how to lean into the nuances and the intricacies between the difference when you're actually procrastinating or are you actually very, very exhausted? Okay. Thank huh? you. Okay. Yeah, thanks, then. Thank you so much. Thanks. Yeah, All right. Thank you I for think... your questions. 
it's so great, right? What you said about there's no balance, only the finding of balance. Mm. There is mm. no really no place that you can reach, right? It's mm. just a journey, ma. Mm. So once we let go of that idea of like there there will be hundred a fifty fifty balance. It's a balancing there's act. There's so much less stress, right? We're mm. mm. like, heck, there doesn't need to be balance. Mm. You know, um, I want to share a little bit like um from my calisthenics class every Friday with uh, my amazing coach Hazik, right? He yeah. taught me this thing. He said that when you are in a handstand, because I said, well, how come some, some people is like, once they reach the handstand uh, position, they are like fixed, they are very straight and they can last a very long time, you know? It looks like they are mm. not moving. And he says, then that is just a perception. They are constantly doing micro adjustments with their hands mm. and their fingers and their palms. You don't see it. But there's wow. a constant uh, balancing between the leg, the weight, the pelvis, and the hands and the palms and the fingers, you know, and sometimes it's more on the thumb, sometimes it's more on the index finger. It's all these micro adjustments that gives you a semblance and a perception of balance. Mm. But there are so many micro tweaks at every microsecond. It's just like there's no true stillness in the there world. There isn't. Every yeah. atom is moving mm. all the time. It's just a perception. Yeah, so I think balance is the same concept also. It's a, it's a balancing illusion. act. Correct. Huh? <laughs> so guys, don't be, your mouse, don't be too fixated on finding a balance point. There isn't such a thing. Just, just like for example, the word um, failure, just get it out. Balance, get it out. Get rid of these things. It doesn't serve so us. So we should like delete balance from the dictionary. There isn't such thing. Failure. <laughs> yeah, there isn't such thing. It's, it's really at the end of the thing. I think the, the best word that you can replace with is joy. <laughs> are you are you happy? Are you joyful? You know, that's it. Mm. If you're not joyful, something is wrong. Then something has to change, right? Yes. Mm. Okay, the next one is Gwen. Hello. Hey, sorry, Chola. How the Gwen. Hi. Sorry to keep everyone in the chat room. It's okay. Yeah, okay. I have this oh, question no, for Daniel and Rebecca. Mm. I just want to ask, how do you manage your energy and time when you have many passions that you want to pursue or you're the kind that is easily distracted? Ooh. Yeah, um, you, know, you, know, you know what it's like? Yes. <laughs> and how do you tune into your inner energy and listen to yourself? Which one should you be pursuing? Mm, mm. Wow. Wow, this one needs ma- <laughs> two master classes. Okay, we'll do this in the next uh, clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> Linger on. Bye. Cliffhanger. 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 <laughs> yeah. Hey, so Becky, anything you want to say? Huh? Uh, I feel like m- my strategy is very uh, patched together. And, okay. You know, I mm-hmm, work mm-hmm. in progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, my teacher is Dan. I always look <laughs> at him and, you know, I... I'm inspired by the way he lived his life, the way he managed his energy. Mm. The way I always do it is I, I, I need a lot of alone time. Mm. I need a lot of downtime. Uh, because when I'm outside, I can't hear myself think. Right? I, I start to like lose sight of what I need and want. That's why I need a lot of alone time and me time. Mm. Then I can recalibrate and like tune in to like, okay, what do I need? What do I need to do? What do I want to do? Mm. Uh, and that's how I find my so-called balance. I don't think I, you know, have that balance. Because like Dan said, there's no balance on mm, my mm. It's an illusion. Ma. So I always, yeah, I don't feel like I'm in balance, but I feel great la, about the way I manage my energy. Um, mm. I have my bad days also, but I allow myself to have, you know, my slow and uh, low days. 
That's mm. how I manage it by not trying to um, force myself to be perfect 100% of the time. Like mm. perfectly productive, perfectly happy. Yeah. Mm. And then I, I think I manage also by continuing to learn from other people. Mm. Like from Dan. Like I, I love the way Dan manages his life. Because he, <laughs> because the way Dan do, does it, right, is that he doesn't have a plan on you know, it's not like he knows this week exactly what he's going to do. Mm. He lives in the moment, mm. but he gets things done. Mm. He's so productive. <laughs> because right, when he's doing that thing, right, he really goes into it and he really does it. Mm. And, and then the next thing that he chooses to do, right, is very aligned to him. Mm. That's why he's happy doing that thing. Am I right? Yes, thank you. I don't want to say it. So, I so I just observe him. Since oh my god, well cool. Yeah, yeah. I try to emulate some of it, but of course I'm not then. Mm-mm, you know, mm-mm, I mm-mm. don't have that level of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do try to 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 learn, take a little bit of what I can from him. Mm. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, Puchong, well, Puchong. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's actually a very accurate assessment of my st- structure or lack of structure. Mm. So I think my way of living, right, can actually freak the hell out of a lot of people who need structure. When they look at my calendar, right, they will realize that actually then neither calendar is like But actually, my whole day is packed and I'm, mm. I've, I'm full of things. But I think this season of my life, uh, what I've been trying to um, um, learn and level up as a creator is to just do what I call full surrender. So this is really something that I have decided to do after having tried all the bazillion different productivity systems or different ways of thinking. It's not like I decided to do this right from day one. I've tried all the different ways and it didn't work for me. And then I realized that if there is one way, one system that's unique for me, what is my, if I get to design a system for me, what will it look like? You know, and then I forget about what other people say, all the different books I've read, all the best practices out there. I'm like, for me, right, not that I want to chill the F out, you know, I want to create pa- massively, but what is the best system for me? And I realized it's not structure. It is keeping it very loose, but you will think that loose means, oh, no discipline, like, oh, very chill, mm. very like, but actually it's not. It's very powerful. It comes from full surrender. And the full surrender is only possible if you can be very clear and you can listen to that inner voice very, very clearly. Like there's so much clarity in what the inner voice is telling you. So nowadays, I try to t- tell my brain to take a back seat. I still have a lot of voices in my head. My head still tells me a lot of things and you know, t- generates a lot of fear and things like that. But it's, it's become a natural thing right now because I've been pre- practicing thought work, thought modeling work for so long. It naturally takes a back seat now. And the stronger thing that I hear now is my inner voice. I've trained myself that the inner voice trumps the brain. The brain is still there, but the inner voice is just a deep knowing that I want to do something. This is something that I really want to do. This is the best time. Like for some of you creators, when you realize that you have always wanted to do something, you have said it a thousand times and it hasn't happened yet, it's because the inner voice is not ready for it. If the inner voice truly wants something, there is no stopping it, right? And, and sometimes the stopping it comes in the form of the brain telling you white lies. 
So, so to, a, to be able to live in a way that has full surrender, you need to train yourself such that you can really hear the inner voice and the brain, no matter what farts it gives you, no matter what white lies it tells you, it generates, you tell it to take a backseat and you can hear that it's a white lie. You know that it's a white lie. So for me, the way I manage my bazillion things that I want to do, the, you know, I also have the squirrel syndrome, like, oh, you know, shiny object here, shiny object there, so many things I want to do. And you listen to the, the speed in which I talk, you already know already. My brain is clocking so fast that I have to speak fast enough, otherwise I will lose my chain of thoughts, right? So that's why sometimes <laughs> I don't even have the proper, the capacity to form a proper a grammatically correct or grammatically sound sentence. Sometimes I listen back to my podcast, I go like, oh my God, then. You know, but when I write grammatically, oh I'm a lot more sound, right? But we're I, like, we're mm. like opposite then. Yeah. Mm. Mm. My, my thoughts form so slow. <laughs> I have to talk slower. That's why we're <laughs> guy, Tong, you know? Yeah, cannot be two person like at, at Gan Huo right? <laughs> so for me, it's a case of um, really, since there are so many things, there are hundred things that I want to do, then I just tune into my inner voice. And sometimes I do meditation. I just go like, what is the one thing that my voice tells me that, okay, everything, everything is exciting, but cannot be everything is equally exciting one. Okay, so there mm. must be one thing that is the most exciting that will bring me the most joy uh, that is just going to juice me up so much just in the doing, never mind the result and the outcome. Which one is it, right? So I picked that one and I've done this long enough to know that when I do it this way and I don't worry about the outcome, the outcome and the result is always stellar. But what happens is that a lot of us try and predetermine the outcome and we choose from the outcome and we end up with something that doesn't really juice us up when we do it. Yeah. Mm. So I hope that answers your question. So it's very energetic. The, the way I make a decision, how I structure my day, how I choose the next project to do, which client do I want to work with, right? Like for example, even like what are we going to do for our next po podcast episode? There's we a lot. Decided. Yeah, we haven't decided. There's a lot of <laughs> tuning in. There's a lot of just listening. And sometimes I quieten down. You know how sometimes I do a IG story? And then after that, immediately I will hear so many of you reply and say, oh my God, this is exactly what, the, what I wanted to hear today. This is exactly what I needed to hear today then. Why? Why do I know what to write? It's because I quieten down. And I try and receive. I, I just so, oh my God, I need this. <laughs> yeah, I need to like, and then I will tune into what I think people need and what the inner voice is telling me. The universe is telling me something that I need to do one episode because one Xiao Mao is struggling so hard in this one area. So mm. we will do this episode now, right? Every episode that we want to talk about is, is important, but there is always a sequence like which feels a little bit more urgent, which feels a little bit more joyful, which feels a little bit more like, mm, this is the right timing, you know? So all this is not something that I can teach you to approach uh, cerebrally. This is something that you have to approach energetically, leading with your spirit, leading with your soul, leading with your heart. That's why the emotions bit is very important. I think it's also like you can have everything but not everything at once. Yes. So you just probably got to see which one and it energetically you feel a lot more. Yeah. And Kenji, thanks for bringing this up. I want to share with you guys this analogy which I find it very helpful for myself. Especially last time when I was very formal. I was like, I want to do everything at once. I was the everything at once kind of guy at that time. So I learned this um, uh, uh, this analogy from one of my business mentors and she told me, she said, Dan, your problem is that you want everything at the same time. So I want you to think of a parking lot, the parking lot analogy, right? You have a big car park, okay? And this car park can contain 20 cars, 
right? You're rich enough to buy 20 cars. So you have like a space wagon, you have a family car, and then you got a sports car, flashy car, whatever. Lah, huh? You got a Tesla as well. Okay, you got a bus also, you got a military tank also. Okay, I want you to think of all the flashy, interesting ideas that you can't wait to birth as a car. Every idea is a car. Okay, and your parking lot can hold up to 20, 50 cars, 50 ideas. Now, when you drive a car out, how many cars can you drive out at, a, at, at one point in time? It's just one car, right? So when you drive that car out, does that mean that all the other cars have disappeared? No, they are still in the parking lot. And you can choose to drive that car anytime. They ain't going anywhere. Okay, so there's no need to FOMO. All the ideas you have, it's still there. They are still there. There's no need to be afraid of losing them. Mm. Yeah. So then the, the car analogy, yeah. the car analogy means that today, what do you feel like driving? This season, what do you feel like driving? This year, what do you feel like driving? Is it a military tank or is it a bicycle? Or is it a tricycle? You get to choose. And the great news is you get to choose. Nobody can make you. You have the power to choose anything you want to do. Okay, yeah, that helps a lot. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Thank you. Yeah. Huh? Huh? That was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It doesn't end up to be a coaching call idea. Very funny. Own self, trigger own self. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Thank guys, for Gwen. joining us. Thanks, Thank Gwen. You. Great question there. Yeah. Oh, I, I would 11, like to 08. say that mm. Lito is also the car that we have chosen to drive. Yes. Yes. There are a million other things that we could be doing mm. with our life, mm. right? Mm. But at this season of our life, this is what we have chosen. Mm. Mm. And I think what's so fun, Becky, I think what's so fun about this particular Lito Academy car is that we realise it's a smart choice because this car can allow us to drive other, other things. We can bring other things into the car. Mm. along with the ride. You know, this ride, we can pack a lot into this car. This is a car. Like if it's a bicycle, you can't pack a lot, right? But we decided so it's to... Like, it's, it's like a car that eventually like can fly on. Uh. Yeah, and then there are a lot of complementary on. parts, right? It's a, it's a clever idea because it's, it's, it's the foundation for all the other ideas that we want. And we can yeah, build on it, you know? So. Yeah, it's a container. Yeah. It's a beautiful container. Yeah, and thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you guys for yes, joining us. You. We hope you enjoy our first Clubhouse party. Alright, that's all we have for you for this particular episode. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, the Clubhouse session was so fun. We're going to do more Clubhouse sessions. So if you're on Clubhouse, please come and follow us, okay? Uh, my handle on Clubhouse is Jenny Bunny and Rebecca's handle is Rebecca Toh. Alright, see you on Clubhouse. Bye!
这是人间最好的学校啊！对啊，如果你来，你要做仙的话，你可以来找我们啊！你要成仙就来 Little Academy。你想跟林仙姑，还有你仙仙姑，跟我们一起变仙姑姑，吃蘑菇菇，请到到到。Lighto.academy， 不见不散散，我们又要回天堂了。拜，飞飞飞飞飞，你飞这么慢，快点，那个门要关了。